The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. I'm sure some of you thought, well, they don't do a podcast year-round. It's just for football season. Au contraire. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it's Vegas, baby, Vegas. Ross Tucker, Steve Fezzik, we're year-round. There's a lot to get into. Kirk Cousins' value, the odds are out on Kirk Cousins' next team, the Patriots' dynasty, Steve has some thoughts on them. He always gives you a few tips on Major League Baseball, NBA as well, and some of your email questions are amazing that we will get to today. All you ever have to do is take advantage of one of our sponsors and then email me, Ross at RossTucker.com. We're presented by BetOnline.ag. It's the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast because they have the best odds and the fastest payouts. Just use that code Even Money. He's the star. You know him and love him over at pregame and Fezic Sports on Twitter. He is Steve Fezic, the only time, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. That Super contest at the Westgate out there in Vegas. I'm a former offensive lineman. We both were up, I think, 20-plus units. I think I finished up close to 40 units. I have to look at that again. But we had a real good football season overall. And um, hopefully we can carry that forward in the next year and some of the early predictions that we make. Again, you can check out Steve on Twitter at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter and Instagram, and Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL on Facebook. Also, much appreciate those of you that give us the retweets, the likes. That's a great way for us to spread the word. Brian and the podcast handle itself, at RTF Podcast. All right, Steve, I wanted to start, we always like to start with at least a couple of NFL topics. We'll get into an email or two, as well as some thoughts you have on Major League Baseball and the NBA. But let's start with Kirk Cousins. And there's two different aspects of it that I find interesting and wanted to get your thoughts on. One of which is just the idea of how much value he really would provide a team and what that would make a difference in in terms of 
season win totals, for example, or however else you would value at this point Kirk Cousins' value, Steve? I think he's enormously valuable. You take a look at some teams that did not have a quarterback last year, uh, Denver, Houston, Cleveland, and you look at the impact of teams like San Francisco and Green Bay. When Green Bay loses Rodgers, obviously Rodgers is tremendous, but they literally can't win a game with Hundley. And then San Francisco goes from almost the worst team in the NFL to a playoff team when they pick up Garoppolo, I think Cousins could be a four to five game upgrade for some teams, and he's truly the gem in the offseason as far as an acquisition. Interesting. All right. So then that would be something. Now, March 14th is when free agency starts. So he will, they, and they won't have any um, season win totals come out before then. So we'll know where he's going before the season win totals would come out. Well, I'm not sure that someone won't come out with the season win numbers. Every year in all these sports, people have been putting these up earlier and earlier, Ross. It's certainly possible that someone will stick their neck out. Maybe Bet Online will do it, and we'll see some season win numbers. Interesting. And so then the next question I have for you is when you see, and we've talked about this before, I think, but I'm seeing odds right now on Cousins' next team. And so the odds I'm looking at have the Jets at 2-3, to three, uh, the Broncos 7-4 to four odds, the Arizona Cardinals 15-2 to two odds, the Buffalo Bills 12-1 to one odds. Kind of interesting to me that what I'm looking at doesn't even have the Browns on the board. They have the Jags, Dolphins, and Giants on the board, but not the Browns. That's a little bit surprising to me and confusing. They also don't have the Vikings on the board. I, I would think that the Vikings in Cleveland would be up there with the Jets, the Broncos, and maybe the Cardinals as the five most likely in my mind. Yeah, I think Cleveland is very likely to take a quarterback in the draft, and because of that, probably that would make sense that they're not – well. In terms of the odds provided, that's why he's not being listed. Of course, Cleveland should take him because no team had a worse quarterback than Kaiser. I tend to stay away from those bets because I feel someone knows more than I do, Ross, about who may well be looking to acquire him. And if you're not on the inside, you're on the outside with those sort of bets. Yeah, I mean, do a lot of people actually place those bets? I think it's just for recreational money, the really low limits. And what happens, so you just get the public having fun, putting a few dollars down, and every now and then there's someone who knows someone within the organization that gets word, and they can make a great bet when uh, they've got the inside information. Right. I would imagine that that's the case. All right. So in terms of other NFL topics, too, um, well, first of all, let me take a step back, Steve. When you look at like A.J. McCarron's a free agent or Case Keenum or Bradford, um, and we'll just go with the guys that are, that are going to be free, maybe even a Tyrod Taylor that might get released. How do you see those guys in terms of you know, how much value on a season win total they would make a difference for certain teams? Depends who they go to, of course. Um, I, they'd all be enormous upgrades for the Cleveland Browns. They'd all be upgrades for the Denver Broncos. So um, I, I don't really think Taylor makes that big of a difference. I think as far as the upside, A.J. McCarron could be really, really good. 
Um, we saw Case Keenum have an MVP-type year, and Bradford complete 70% of his passes. These are all very competent starting quarterbacks. And, you know, as we saw with Bradford and with Keenum, um, they're good enough to get you deep into the playoffs. So, absolutely, they could make a, deal, a big um, difference. Yeah, I'd be I'd be very curious to see where all these guys land and and how much I I hope someone comes up with season win total numbers before free agency and before this movement so that we can just see what the difference is based on you know what quarterbacks they end up landing I I find that really interesting I also uh, you wanted to talk about the Patriots a little bit Steve which I thought was interesting I wasn't necessarily expecting that. What what about the Patriots right now do you find interesting? Well, the question is, is the dynasty over? Are the Patriots with Brady going to win another Super Bowl? I don't think they will. Everything shows, when I look at the data, that when a quarterback hits 40, he falls off the cliff in terms of performance. And I know, I get it. Tom Brady eats kale for breakfast, and he's a vampire, and he never ages. But it's going to be 41 in August. They've got to deal with the Super Bowl hangover. Teams that lose the Super Bowl historically take a big step backwards, and they lose Patricia, their defensive coordinator. I would set their over-under Ross at 11. I'd lean to the under. I don't think the Patriots are going to win another Super Bowl. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so first of all, you're leaning to the under on 11, Steve? That's what I told you. Yes. Wow. I would take that bet. Any day of the week. Because the rest of those teams, I mean, now, maybe if the Jets get Cousins, maybe, but just even in the division, it feels like they've got a bunch of wins that they get every year. When's the last time they won less than 12 games? They have won 12 forever, but that's the whole, uh, that's why their season win number, I believe, will be set at 11. And I, like I said, I've seen this story before where guys like Brett Favre are great at 38, and by the time they're 41, they're out of the league. So maybe Tom Brady defies, completely defies the laws of physics and can play until 43 and play effectively. But uh, we saw with Peyton Manning, um, MVP at 38 by 41, couldn't throw a pass. Yeah, I mean, you're right. There was definitely – they also, by the way, won the Super Bowl that year, which is kind of amazing. But um, – you're right. There's definitely been a big drop-off for guys like Favre and Manning from one year to the next. What's interesting about that is in both those instances, they got hurt. And that was a major impact on their performance and their ability to throw it. And older guys are more likely to get hurt. So we'll see if Brady can continue to avoid that part of it. Um, I would still take the over. If I had to bet on them winning another Super Bowl, man, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, I'd probably lean no on winning another Super Bowl. Probably lean no, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they did. Um, But it's funny because you always say how the Sharps always lose so much money betting against the Patriots and how it's it's killed people over the years to bet against the Patriots, but people just keep, keep throwing at that. And they keep betting against Tom Brady and Belichick, and i got to wonder, you know, how much longer is Belichick really going to be there, and how much longer is the real Tom Brady going to be effective? I think that the ability to get 
value when you're betting things is to be able to identify when things clearly change as they did in this past NBA All-Star game. Well, so that's one of the other things I wanted to get into with you because we like to touch on some of the other sports as well, including NBA and baseball. Why don't we start? Well, let's do NBA, all right? Why, um, what, what do you mean by things change so much? So this past NBA All-Star game, great game. We saw about 300 points scored. And the total on that game, Ross, in a few places opened around 360. It closed 334. So the betters were all over the under in the game. And the reason being is that the prior formats had been the East against the West, and it had become a joke. Matador defense, throw the ball off the backboard, dunk. Don't get near anyone. It was like a dunking contest. Don't play any defense. This year... The format was obviously Team Steph and Team LeBron picked their teams. And this happened in the NFL, in the Pro Bowl. And when that happened in the Pro Bowl, all of a sudden, instead of the team scoring almost 100 points on average, scoring went down to around 60 points. Suddenly, it was much more competitive, and the players tried so much harder when the, the teams were picked that way. So I forecasted the same thing was going to happen with the NBA, and that's exactly what happened. The shooting percentage went down from almost 60% to under 50%. Teams played much more defense, still didn't play all-out defense, but they played some defense, and it went under the total by 30-plus points. Wow. So did you hit, you hit that pretty hard, Steve? I did. Got that one right. And it, what I love about that handicap, how often, Ross, can you use – a history in the NFL in football to handicap an NBA game, the same concept really applies the teams picking the, um, the, the captains picking their teams. It did not hurt. And I wanted to ask you about this because I thought this was a factor as well. They upped the ante. If you won the game, you got an extra hundred thousand dollars. The players on the winning team, which I felt would be like, I don't know, you and I playing a pickup game. And if we won, we'd get an extra hundred $200. But you know what? For an extra 100 or $200, I would try a lot harder. How about you? Yes. Uh, it's $100,000. I mean, for those guys, I don't care how much money they make, it's still $100,000 without question. Yes, 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 a million times. I mean, you know, I know a lot of those guys make a lot of money, but a lot of them also remember where they came from. And they also remember how much that money could do to help other people or whatever. That's awesome. All right, what about what else in the NBA right now intrigues you, Steve? Well, a lot of the odds have changed since the, the, the trade deadline, and specifically with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They were scuffling completely. Their stats were terrible. They were playing no defense. Right before the trade the de deadline, the Cavs were the co-favorite with Toronto and Boston. All three of those teams were 2-1 to one to win the East. I'm just going to talk about the odds to win the East because Golden State's such a prohibitive favorite still to win the overall title. Since then, Cleveland, they've gone 3-0, and they won at Oklahoma City. They won at Boston in a blowout. Normally, we don't want to overreact to just one or two games, but since then, Cleveland has gone from a 2-1 to one underdog to becoming the favorite in the East against the field. They're now minus $1.20 in some places. So a huge move 
everyone betting Cleveland, they felt they feel that these acquisitions are such that the Cavs are going to make it back to the finals. What about um, what, NBA the West? It's still just all Golden State. No, the West has had a shift where Golden State, for the longest time, was a minus two fifty favorite to win it all. The field was plus two hundred, and Golden State to win the West was more like minus three fifty. The field plus two eighty. But what's happened is the emergence of the Houston Rockets. The Rockets got Chris Paul. They're playing very, very well together. And in fact, their record is almost comparable to Golden State right now, where it's neck and neck in terms of who is going to get the number one seed. The betters feel that Houston, not Cleveland, is the second best team in the NBA. And right now, the odds have come down such that um, Golden State, although they're still a prohibitive favorite to win the West, um, there's been money on Houston, which at one point was more like five to one. Now Houston's about a plus two, um, plus two fifty to win the West. Golden State's about minus two fifty. So Houston has a legitimate chance. How would well, you ever know? I mean, this would be a good question for Dave Mason from Bet Online. But do you know the difference between how much people bet on NBA versus like NFL? You know, it's a great question because there's so much more, so many more games in the NBA. So um, over the course of a season, 82 games versus 16, that would be fascinating. If you asked me, is the handle bigger in the NBA or for NFL, I'd be inclined to still say that the average NFL game gets six times more handle, but I bet it's close. What about uh, what about baseball? I know that they've got some win totals coming out. Do you do you dabble in those, and how do you, how do you do that stuff? I, I dabble in it, um, and the season win numbers have come up in Vegas, and it shows that more and more the books are rushing to put up numbers. Now, remember, there's a lot of free agents that haven't been signed in baseball, and yet books still are confident enough to put up their numbers. South Point takes a two thousand dollar bet in MLB season wins right now. No surprise, the uh, Houston Astros are projected to be the best team in baseball. They're supposed to win 97 games. And the Dodgers, uh, second-best team, supposed to win 96.5 games. But every single team available for betting. If you're a Pittsburgh Pirate fan, it does not look good early, Ross. Pirates open 77 season wins. They're down to 74 right now. Right. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, I do want to get to at least one email question, Steve, because I think that these are always really fun for us to do. So let's do it, Bri. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. I absolutely love the fact that we, we haven't taken the time or the expense to have the guy change and say, ever wanted to ask a professional gambler a question? Instead, it's just ask me a question, which I just then ask Steve because he's the he's the pro. Uh, if you ever want to ask an email or you know ask a question, it's very easy. You take advantage of any of the sponsors over at RossTucker.com, including BetOnline.ag, or you just make a purchase through our banner ad or Amazon banner ad, and then you forward that to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, and you can ask Steve or me if you'd want whatever question that you possibly want. So here we go, Steve. Hey, Ross. It's your boy, Big T, 
purchase confirmation attached, I always support the podcasts. I love grabbing as much data as I can and trying to derive playable trends from that data. I think I found a really good one, and I'd love to hear Fez's take on it. I find the divisional round to be an interesting betting scenario as the higher-seeded team and likely favorite is coming off a bye and the underdog is riding high after a big playoff win. Using data from VegasInsider.com, I look back at the divisional round games since 2006, and it's all about the underdogs. The underdog is 26-17-1 against the spread. That's 59% in the divisional round. Pretty good trend, but I looked at the data, and out of the 44 games in that sample size, New England makes up eight of those games. I looked at how the Patriots did, and they were 5-3 and three against the spread in those eight games, all as favorites. Not surprising, since New England is the best in the business, and we all know Belichick's against the spread record off a bye. So I removed those eight New England games from the sample, and then the underdogs were 23-12-1 against the spread, 64%. I went a bit further and added another tightener. When the spread for divisional round games, not including New England's Patriots, was greater than three points, 3.5 or higher, the underdog was 19-7-1 against the spread. 70%. If you are playing this data trend, the Jags and Saints are the two plays this week. Now, this was back in the divisional round. Thoughts and does Fez want to hire me? That's from Big T. So, obviously, he nailed it on the Jags. I want to say on the Saints, because of how the game ended, that the Saints still ended up being the winning side there, right? They were getting... Like, four, well, wait a minute. What, what, what ended up being the winning side for that Saints-Vikings game after that crazy, fluky play at the end? It depended when you bet. It opened three and a half Vikings. It closed five and a half Vikings. That it was five pretty much the day before the game. And, of course, it landed five. So probably you should grade it as a push, I would think, given that line move. Got it. Okay. And so he won the Jags and pushed on the Saints. And that was obviously a very, very fluky play that the Saints should have won that one. I know the Eagles were the underdog in their game against the Falcons in the divisional round. And then the other divisional round was the Patriots, which he says to throw out. So, I mean, just this year, Steve, the underdogs went 2-0-1. If we're going to call the Saints a push based on um, based on against the spread this year. So what do you think? Well, I think it's really good analysis. As far as hiring the analyst, I think I need to see a little more data. Uh, I'd be concerned, though, about this working going forward, and here's why. One of the handicapping trends that people used 15 years ago was that Vegas was not valuing the bye week nearly enough. So what was happening is that teams off the bye were murdering their opponents in that divisional round. And because of that, 
the point spread tax started to build on the teams off the buy and it got more publicized. And so I think you're, what's happened is that you're benefiting from some inflated lines where you look at the Jaguars against the Steelers getting a whole bunch of points. And because of that, you've gotten some value from it. So how much longer will that continue? I'm really not sure. And maybe one thing we can debate is whether at the end of the year, Ross, I think the NFL has become a little bit less taxing than it was 10, 15 years ago in terms of how physical it is. And that bye week, although it's important, I think it was even more important like 10 years ago when teams, basically everybody was injured by the end of the year. I'd be curious to, as to your thoughts. Do you think that the, the softer NFL has enabled teams at the end of the year to be a little less injured? Huh, that's interesting. Um, no, because I think most of the data out there, Steve, is that they're not less injured. You know, if you think about all the well-known players that got injured this year, think about, you know, the concussion numbers are up, all of the guys that got hurt. I mean, it was a record year in terms of well-known players a little bit. So I would say no. I don't think that that is the case. Good question, but I don't think that's the case. I do think it's the case that these email questions are awesome. And they get Steve and I thinking and talking and bringing up other questions like Steve just did. Please, please, please send in a bunch of them because we'd like to get to a couple of them every week as there's, you know, as we're waiting for the next football topics to bring up. And we're talking about some of these other sports, college hoops we'll be talking about shortly, probably next week. We love getting your email questions. So, again, just take advantage of any of the sponsors over at RossTucker.com and email me, ross at rosstucker.com, with your question. Steve, I love these off-season shows because I love getting a chance to dive into all these different topics, like some baseball and NBA stuff that I don't know much about, and like these email questions that are amazing. Anybody can ask us an email question, taking advantage of any of the sponsors over at rosstucker.com, the sponsor page, including betonline.ag, where you earn a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, up to $2,500 when you use the code EVENMONEY. Look, you all know that whenever these football odds come out, the season win totals, BetOnline's first. They are first, which gives you the opportunity to get the best value. Steve talks about that all the time. Plus, while you're waiting for football season to start or baseball or NBA or whatever for you to, to play some bets there, there's plenty of action in the poker room, Vegas-style casino, live casino. You get a 100% poker and casino bonus. They've got that awesome live betting software. You get a free $25 on your first live bet. All kinds of stuff. Don't miss out on betting tonight's game risk-free. Visit www.betonline.ag and use promo code even money to score your $2,500 bonus while you're at it. Take advantage of any of the other awesome sponsors we have for you over at RossTucker.com like SeatGeek and Casper and Dollar Shave Club and Cherry's Berries and unbelievable Saks underwear and all kinds of awesome, awesome sponsors we've got. Plus, we love the retweets and likes. Again, at Fezzik Sports, at Ross Tucker NFL, at RTF Podcast, or the like on Facebook, facebook.com 
slash Ross Tucker NFL. iTunes rankings and comments are huge for us. If you guys like us and give us a five-star ranking, that would be awesome. Same with um, the comments would be awesome. If you appreciate what Steve and I do and the money we hopefully win for you guys, multiple times on multiple devices is the best way to download the show. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money, whatever you bet on. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.